0: The Old Testament reading is from Job, starting at chapter 38, verse one. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens the counsel by words without knowledge? Dress for action like a man, I will question you, and you will make it known to me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determines its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? And on what were the bases sunk? Or who laid the cornerstone? And when the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut the sea with with doors when it burst out of the womb, when I made clouds its garment, and a thick darkness its swaddling band? And prescribed limits for it, and set bars and doors, and said, "Thus far you sh- you shall c- you co- shall you come, and no further. And here shall your proud ways be stayed." This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: The epistle reading is from Second Corinthians, uh, chapter six, starting at verse one. Working together with him then we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain for he says in a favorable time I listen to you and in a day of salvation I have helped you behold now is the favorable time behold now is the day of salvation we put no obstacles in any one's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry but as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, <laughs> hunger, by purity, by knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand And for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown yet well known, as dying and behold, we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open. You are not <clears throat> restricted by us, but you are restricted in your own affections. In return, I speak as to children, widen your hearts also. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand.
1: Hallelujah. The Holy Gospel, according to St Mark, the fourth chapter. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. On that day, when evening had come, Jesus said to them, This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, many of us, I think, have been on travels before. We've traveled here and there. We've been about this world. Some of us have seen the four corners of the earth. Some of us have seen maybe parts of even just Georgia or South Carolina. But we know our way, and we know how to get where we want to go. Sometimes we even ask for a little help, right? We program into our phone or into our GPS in our car, and it tells us how to get from where we are to where we want to go. And it gives us the route, and we are to follow that route, Unless, of course, we make a mistake, and it says rerouting a few times. But yet, you and I, we tend to want to get to where we're going. We want to get to the place of our destination. And many times, you and I, we're in a mad rush to do just that, to get from point A to point B Because, you know, we really don't want to see what's in between. We're just in there for the time to get to where we want to be. And I don't know how many times I've made that trek from the south here up to Michigan on my vacation times. It seems like I know every bump in the road. And, you know, I mean, it was always, uh, we're in Ohio. It takes forever to get through Ohio. But yet, that's just because I'm impatient to get home, as it were. And you know, there are a lot of times when my GPS will say, oh, you might want to try this route because it'll save you 10 minutes. Or that. And you see, sometimes I follow those things, and it leads me down different paths than what I'm used to. Today, our gospel reading tells us a little bit about a trip that Jesus and his disciples were on. They were heading from one side of the sea to the other side of the sea, and they were trying to get there by boat. And you know the easiest way is to get on the boat and just go across. It's simple. It's not like you need a lot of radar or a lot of special equipment. And Jesus, being the Lord that he is, He takes that time as a time of rest, a time to relax. The disciples, in the meantime, are all intent on getting to the other side. They want to get to their destination. They know where they want to go. And the other boats with them, they also know where they want to go. They're going to the other side. They've done this before. These are seasoned travelers they know what to expect but along the way comes up a storm and the wind blows the waves increase in size and pretty soon even these seasoned travelers are agitated scared they hadn't seen things like this this is a difficult time and Their leader, their Lord, their master is asleep in the stern. Doesn't he care? Doesn't he know that there's water coming in? That we're all bailing it out, trying to splash it out? And you know, if we sink, we're not going to get to our destination. We're not going to get to where we want to be, where he told us he wanted us to go. Doesn't he care? I think that many times, you and I, were so intent on the destination, we forget the points in between. Very valuable points in between. The disciples had forgotten they had Jesus with them. And you know, I mean, after all, what could be better than being with Jesus, right? I mean, he's already cast out demons he's already done miracles, he's shown them, and yet they're fearful because they're not going to make it to their destination. Many times you and I, in our relationships, sometimes we also are intent on the destination and forget the points in between that are so important. In our relationships, sometimes we rely on the fact that, oh, we're going to work together really strongly until we retire, and then we'll have our golden years. But what happens if you lose your spouse before that? What happens then? What happens when those things in life intrude and your plans go out the window? What happens when all that hurt and that disappointment builds up? When your heart aches and you feel like you're in a boat that's sinking? That you feel like you're alone? Where's God? Where is the God who's compassionate at those times? And I think that today in our gospel reading we see that the Lord does have compassion. He does care. He is right there with us in the midst of the storm. He's there with us in our relationships as we go through life, cherishing each day, each trip, each moment with one another. And that sometimes our eyes are so fixed on a certain point in time that we forget the joy and the adventure of today and the value of the people around us. Now as we're gathering together again, how great it is to have your pew mates back that you hadn't seen in a while. How wonderful it is now to be on this trip together as we continue to share the good news of Jesus to others. And to know that our Lord Jesus is compassionate, not just at the last day, but today also. That he is here with us today. Tangibly, he is compassionate. He is helpful. He is full of mercy. And so for you and I today, when we feel dragged down, when we feel fearful and scared about all the things going on, may we know that God is still with us, that God does not desert us, that he has authority over the things of this world, that he can still the water, he can hush the winds, And he can calm our hearts as well. That's why I like that hymn that we just sang. Be still, my soul. Because you know, sometimes we can get all worked up, can't we? Feel that heart beating in your throat because you're beating so fast? Because you're so agitated? Maybe your agitation is due to mourning and weeping and grief. Maybe it's due to all the difficulties you've encountered. But yet in the midst of that, our Lord Jesus is still there for us. He's there. He's a tangible Lord. He's in human flesh. And he does not desert us. He does not bail out on us. He's with us every day of our earthly journey. Now, I know many of us are not in any rush to get to heaven quite yet, so let us be trusting that Jesus is still with us today, that he is here for us, and that there will be that great reunion one day in heaven. And we look forward to that. But in the meantime, there is still stuff for us here, isn't there? People that need to be reassured and encouraged people who need to know the love of a Savior, who need to know tangibly what God has done for them. And you and I are the bearers of that news. So be strengthened today, folks. Know that God is with you on this journey, that he is indeed the author of life. He is indeed the Savior of our souls. And so be still, your souls, and know that God is with you, even to the very end of the age. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guide our hearts and minds, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.